Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the show. What a great show, a powerful, powerful show. My friend and colleague, co-host, and much more, Vivian Chavette, joining me here today. And what I want to say about this is, this is a time that is infinite healing from the stars, I think, as Vivian likes to say. Or it is a time where we're looking about universal oneness in so many ways. But today's show in particular, I was excited to speak with her about whether or not you're working with her directly and you understand the power of the gifts that she brings forward. The Arcturians, one of the oldest, most enlightened star civilizations. And when we're thinking about this and we're thinking about, you know, what does it mean to move beyond the Syrian star satellites that are up there? I call them satellites because I think they've been placed there for us. Um and what does it mean to take a look at our connection, our ascension, our reascension, you know, to step forth in the world? If you're if you're she, if you're Vivian, you know that she's, you know, like me, you you seek out to study, you seek out to learn, you seek out to bring forward the messages and learn that which we can then transfer and transmute forward to the people listening to this show. And that's what she does. And today. You're going to hear so much more about that because we are talking about a cosmic awakening, probably unlike one that I think I've seen in my lifetime. And I think I've seen a couple, but I think this one here, this one here, this idea of a cosmic awakening is that thing that so many of you are feeling. You feel it deeply. You know, you feel it in your cells sometimes. You'll get the shakes. Maybe you'll get the jitters. Maybe you'll feel the chills. You know, but something is happening. And then there are others. Um, and if you're like me, you've had to sometimes get the hard lessons in life to look up, to understand there even is an awakening. But today it's for all of you. It's about looking at what, what happens when knowledge Knowledge literally becomes absorbed in your very essence. It becomes your DNA. This is so important for us to understand our lineage. Vivian, it's great to have you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're most welcome. Thank you for having me back. Always a pleasure to be here with you and everyone who are tuning in and will be tuning in. I thought we wanted to exchange and, and have so much beautiful synergy and synchronicity to that conversation. Um, I want to start with a, 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 a bit of trivia, but maybe not so much. <laughs> um, you and I have imagery either behind us or next to us. And for me, if I can just 
you know, somehow mess with the camera, poor Jamie, you know, want to talk about, you know, coincidences or not coincidences, but both of us have imagery behind us. I have something on my wall and you have something on your wall and whether or not we know it, we are, we are being asked and being given knowledge in so many different ways, whether it's through sacred geometry whether it's through the sacred whispers of knowing something. I want to ask you, as we move forward today in the show, and we talk about the 3D matrix, the 3D matrix reality. What is it that you're finding that will help us be most aware and awake to receiving? Fabulous, fabulous question. And navigation of the 3D, the, the 3D matrix reality. You talk about the symbology of what's, behind on your wall and what's behind on my wall and i know you're referring especially right yes. here my banner yeah and i'm so over think, here and yeah and you over here exactly so that energy that people will see uh, it's put there because it's like a presence i, I feel my octarian father i can feel my interstellar group around me that depicts a long history that's a lot it's like language it's encoding there's a symbology of us for everybody to awaken mentally out of patterns that we have been programmed to believe in, uh, patterns that defy what we are, what we can do, and what we cannot do. And we say, well, there's much more to you. And so if you relate to this light language, uh, to the Arcturian energy behind me, and the presence that we have all around. It's just that it shows you that you start to listen to other aspects of self that has nothing to do with the 3D matrix reality. It's you are listening more and more to your intuition, to other channel, to your extrasensory. You relate to that energy. A lot of people, a lot of my clients says, I'm mesmerized by those symbols and they speak to me every time I see them differently. That's because you're evolving. That's because you're asking different questions. That's because you're, you're redefining certain barriers, uh, mental grids that we call them, that this 3D matrix reality has kind of intertwined us in a storyline. And to the story, there's your place a time for everything, there's a title, there's a structure, there's how life is supposed to be, that linear, that linear heavy time construct we go like, this is such an illusion. How many of you, including you, Dr. Pat, if yeah. I may ask, how many of you have had experiences where out of the blue, you're looking, you're laying down in bed, you see yourself either floating or you see your ceiling becoming just pure liquid, like you realize that your reality around you is not as solid as it appeared. Yeah. What, right? Do you want me to answer that? Yes. Okay. So I love that question. I love that question. And the reason I love it is because many of us growing up at chil as children had experiences. I'm just going to say that, have had experiences. And if you're me, you've had the kind of experiences where every time you've had one of these, of course, as a child, you express what you're seeing or what you're feeling. And the next thing you're doing is you're going to see Dr. Jacoby, who was our family psychiatrist at the time. Um, but as you get older, right, you understand that, you know, what you're hearing are or what you're seeing are, and these are, this is my language, so I don't have exact language for it, um, is a restructuring of something. 
um, I've often shared the vision I got for the network happened one day driving from the network, from KKNW, from the studio over there in Bellevue, getting on I-90, driving across the I-90 bridge, Lake Washington, beautiful. And my windshield, um, what's the word, turned into a almost like a mosaic, but it had ruffled edges, almost like that behind me where you see how there are different pieces of that put together and they represent. So you can see, you can see it, but they have individual pieces. And that was the vision that came to me about the network. And so that's an answer to your question. For me, I get, I get that experience and lets me know I need to pay attention to something. That is outstanding. I can visualize the scene as you're describing it, driving back from the studio on the highway, the bridge, the landscape around you and your windshield becoming that mosaic of almost like pixelation of reality or energy coming together. And I could see the whole thing. And I can I can only imagine how you felt at that moment when you witnessed that. And what triggered in you or what opportunity that created in you? Yeah. I mean, we're talking today because I don't think, you know, it used to used to feel alone, right? Once upon a time, we used to feel alone. But I'll tell you what I've seen change, Vivian, and maybe you can comment on this for me. The thing that I have seen change most and which excites me most about the change is that What I'm seeing is the change in what we call in the United States, but it's everywhere, of what I call pop culture culture consciousness. Now, what am I I pointing to? What are the examples? People say, yeah, Pat, you talk about the pop culture again. What are you going to talk about? Britney Spears? Maybe, but that's not what I'm saying. When you see so many people, and they don't even have to be celebrity status, putting symbols on their body, tattoo symbols as an expression. And when you see this as it comes forward and you see the beautiful skin art, right? I consider it beautiful skin art. Of course. There are reasons people are doing that. There's a reason, right? Right. Now, many people don't fully understand what they're putting on their body in, let's say, translation. But here's what I do believe, and I would like for you to comment on it. I do believe that when we do something like that, whether it's that symbol or something else, we're opening a portal. We're opening something. Whether you have a Hawaiian tattoo on your body or you have ancient Sanskrit, or you have something symbolic. It's almost like an energy that's saying, I'm open to something fresh and new. I've seen it on people, and then I've talked to them later in life. We're seeing it in our movies now with the evolution of the way we're portraying characters. I mean, think about it. Think about what we're doing and portraying characters with superhuman chi, special chi, energy. Do you think that's a mistake? I don't think that's a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) And what a mistake to begin with. It's a correction. We call it a correction in space and time. But if you look at the symbology, what we're extracting from what you're sharing, 
is the symbology that have been emerging more and more, whether it's like body art, no, tattoo body art, absolutely. Expression, it's also sometimes we see it as an history. It convey an history of someone or in honor of someone, events, now a consciousness emer in emergence. Movies, industries, there is an emergence as well as there's a, a hold back. There's both. We see yes. both. Now we see, this is what we call the, the force and the counter forces. Those are moving forward. I encourage you to be the best of who you are. Those with superhuman powers, uh, the Flash, whether it's Wonder Woman, Superman, and all kind of superheroes, they are inspiring us as symbology to understand that the human being, being a human being is being a superhero because your soul is so much advanced. Most of the soul on the planet in current incarnation, like you, an example of this, Dr. Pat, myself, others, is that we have accepted to descend back in matter and take on a physical form in order to be here physically. That's, for me, being a super, like a superhero having superpower. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also the right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's the invitation to understand that what if, what if this is possible to have telepathic communication, telekinesis? What is possible for all of us to completely understand and decode the language of the body and being able to heal yourself, to repair yourself, as opposed to relying on somebody else on an outside mm -hmm. source? What if it's possible for you to? have these what we call super abilities but in reality it's just part of the re re reawakening of the more complex part of ourselves starting in the dna and so forth so i love those symbologies mm -hmm. because it opens more what if mm -hmm. that is possible what? in this world i love this and you know what i also love and i want to talk with you about it when we come back from break is, you know, we are living in a time in a world, and I'm talking about humanity, I'm not talking about 2021, I'm talking for humanity, from the minute we decided to and have learned the art of judgment. Like when we when we learned the art of judgment, right, you know, I, <laughs> so I, I imagine I was talking to a group of people over the weekend, and I, so I was talking about this, and I imagine, you know, a, a Neanderthal party, right? where our, our previous selves were walking around and thinking about having a party and wondering if they were wondering about what each other wore and, you know, or how each other looked, or was it more about getting together in ceremony? And, you know, in once upon a time as children, you know, we were there and we didn't respond to what we were wearing unless it was uncomfortable, it didn't feel good. You know, we had a sense of innocence and opening. You know, we had this sense of, um, some people call it childlike. I don't think so. I think as children, I think, I think a young child and infant is so wise, right? But not wise in terms of how we articulate it, like not information-wise, but knowledge-wise in so many ways. Uh, do I have a theory about that? Well, no. Uh, have there been many cases that we could talk about? Yes. But when we come back, you know, Vivian, we're going to talk about this 
this this energy of knowledge, the knowledge that is aware, aware to us and, and what it is calling us to bring forth. See, one of the things that I, that I love about doing these shows with you is we get to talk about the realm of infinite possibilities. But in the realm, there are also actions. There are also things we can do. And if we are given the gift of knowing, is that for us to isolate ourselves on the top of our mountain? Or is it more like shout loudly with a very big megaphone to share with others from the bedside or from the street or from a show like this when we come back? Why is this time now a time for knowledge and action? Can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Welcome. It's This is a fantastic, fantastic show. Cosmic Awakening. I'm Vivian Chauvet. And Vivian, I, before we continue, um, first of all, we're talking about a very important level of awakening. And I know you are preparing some things for all of us to experience this. Tell us some of the things you've been up to. Tell us some of the things you're preparing for people. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. Well, for one thing is that, um, you know, I do a lot of lot of work with people for the last year or so. I've been probably working over a thousand people, if not more, and really helping people shifting their own personal paradigms. So in terms of shift the collective, but we do have upcoming um, events and upcoming uh, special lunch that will be announced. Um, I do have, I'm the co-host and a co-teacher of an amazing in-person retreat. It's going to be very personal, very, you know, intimate. We only have 30 set. 30 seats available for that retreat. It's an ethereal healing retreat that's going to be done in Bishop, California. Beautiful property land with vortexes on it, very positive energies. And there are three teachers, including myself, Laura Van Tyne and Robert Novak, that's joining us. You know, oh, I love three Laura. Of us. Mm. Yes, yes, she knows. She says hello. <laughs> As she knows, I was going to be on today with you, Dr. Pat, and this ethereal healing retreat is a very a unique opportunity to expand deeper, to go deeper into oneself, expanding your realities, bridging what's coming through. And we already start to bridge energetically what's coming in 2022 uh, integrating also higher aspect of self because as we are opening, we understand that there's other aspect of self that's coming in, and we're starting to integrate those parts of ourselves, um, allowing ourselves to enhance soul connections. Who are you? Who are we? What is next for you? How do we evolve together as a collective? And as what I love about this retreat is not only is the combination of three powerful teachers combined, but also it's going to be in that sacred space yeah. where we're going to journey all together. And we have quite quite a curriculum already put in place. So the invitation is ready to join us. There's still a few, just a few uh, 
space left available. Um, so I would invite people to go to the destinationmasterminds.com uh, website for registration. Food is included in the retreat as well. And it's on September 24, 25th, and 26th, of course, of 2021. So it's going to be right at the junction of the fall equinox energies mm. as well. So that's going to be, I can wait. I know it's going to be really powerful and uplifting. Yeah, I am. I'm so thrilled to hear you talking about this. And the fact that you're bringing two other people together, I think, is so, so very important. Um, uh, 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 can I ask you this before the break, we started to talk about, you know, what this means, this level of awakening and this, this, this level of, um, sometimes when we wake up, Vivian, I love for you to talk to this somewhat, sometimes when we wake up, there is an important bit of knowledge that we get. And we were talking about knowledge before and symbolism, but I want to move that knowledge to a body of work that you do. And that is to learn our connection with that knowledge, right? With that level of awakening to really truly understand that connection, because this is so important for all of us. And, you know, for a long time, I was one of those people that thought it's not for me. It's never been for me. It's always been for those people over there. But it's not. We're talking about an invitation, you know, to look at the energy field, how it impacts our lives, you know, these matrix, these mental grids, and how to stay grounded. Because I do not think that the galactic plan was for us to have this knowledge, to be invited to the matrix party, and to stay confused. I don't think that that was the intention. So I also believe. We're also given some tools. Can you talk about the impact of what's going on in our energy field and what the invitation is? Yes, absolutely. The invitation really first to stay ground. But what does it mean? This is beyond just taking a deep breath, feet on the ground. It's also utilizing higher mental, very much higher mental discernment. We talk about knowledge, but there's a distinction between gaining knowledge that will lead to wisdom, that will lead to making other conscious choice, that will lead to also taking action in terms of what is it I'm implementing, shifting consciously versus absorbing information. And I think that right now, more than ever, it's important to make a distinction to say, there's one thing about, and I see that in my clients a lot, and I hear it repeatedly, where, oh, I know everything I need to know. And I'm like, really? Do you really need to know all of this? Or are you being oversaturated with a flow of information that doesn't mean it's going to gain you knowledge or wisdom or comprehension of really understanding you and how you fit in all of these changes? So this is something we wanted to really mention because information, it's one thing, but what do you do with that information? And after time, what happened is that there's an overflow that goes into the mental field and then people get entangled into those mental information and it can disrupt your digestive system, it disrupts the sleep pattern, it, it gets them in actuality too much information, create more confusion because 
we feel disconnected from that information. How do I fit? How does it fit with me and my gift? How am I supposed to deal with all of this? And it creates a false sense of responsibility and people taking on. And then I see that, that shoulder pains, uh, and then the cervical get out of alignment, your, your neck is crazy, your digestive system is out of wax, your people can says, I get emotionally like in a roller coaster. And that's because you're no longer grounded into your higher reality, into your light of knowledge. And you are just simply being caught up into that web of information, if that makes sense. Yeah, it it does. And, you know, one of the things that I was really excited to also chat with you about is to know that and to bring the message forward for all of us that number one, this is not for a handful of select group of people, right? So I just want to be really clear about this. Number two, that this information as well has been made available to you, uh, to me and to others. And now, what we are here for is we're in here in service now, right? Because this has been the key yeah. for me in my life. You know, I went from being in service for myself to when that light bulb went on to realize, no, you've got to do something else in the world. Um, and so that to me is what I think if you could talk about it a little bit is one of the most incredible aspects of gaining this awareness. The people I talk to every day that get a new level of awareness, I call those awakenings as well. When you're talking to a mom in the Midwest and you're hearing her story and what she's going through and how she discovered a new way of being or even a new way of actually doing something, or something new that really brings her to a new space of being in the way she handles her day-to-day -to, -day to stress. See, people call them magic. They call them miracles. But something is happening within inside her, see? And see, what I love about this, once upon a time, Vivian, it used to be a small select group of people. If it wasn't a saint somewhere in France, then it couldn't be you talking to Jesus, right? <laughs> This is the world we're living in now. The knowledge is available. What do we have to do to connect to our star lineage? And these are people in everyday lives awakening. Let's yes. help them along, shall we? Absolutely. This is what this is what being of service is about. And just a parenthesis about being of service that includes you. Because otherwise, they create a little bit of a martyr. A syndrome that you some people get wants to give out of themselves so much and deprive themselves from self-care then you're no longer being of service it's out of balance so being of service is what is your heart is telling you like you want to work with children you feel like giving a smile to everyone uh, on the streets or when you're the grocery what is your vibrational approach to people when you're driving do you contribute to more anger or do you help to diffuse that that's being of service being of service is helping an animal in needs you recognizing other life form uh, trimming the trees in a way that is on harmful for them, but the tree get the care that it needs, you're being of service. You're contributing to be of service to life evolving, and that includes you at the same time. 
So we want just to bring that parenthesis because we see that a lot and a little bit of sometimes misconception about what being of service is about. Listen to your soul whisper. What is the calling? And, and it also ties up with being on your path. I hear that a lot too, which ties up what you ask yeah. Dr. Pat is, yeah. how can we help people? Look at your life path. And if you look at your life journey, you've always been on your path since the beginning, the moment you set foot on this planet. Being uh, on your path is allowing your path evolving. And then when you get those breakthroughs or moment of awakening in consciousness, you can change the directions, you can have branches to it, you can redirect where you want to go, but you've always been on your path since the get-go. This is what we call your soul design, uh, it's the foundation of your soul blueprint. So understanding is that, go back to the essential, go back to listening to your heart. What does your heart, your soul is telling you is what does it mean to you to be of service mm. to your family, your neighbors, your community, to yourself? How do you nurture yourself as well? That's mm -hmm. to be of service. Mm -hmm. Every day I find Every day, I find a new opportunity in some of the strangest way it, to get a new sense of something. And I want to give you an example. Um, it doesn't have to be a giant epiphany. And I think for a lot of people, you know, we get these giant awakenings. And usually, at least in my case, it's from an enormous pain just an enormously painful experience, uh, like a job loss after 24 years or the end of a relationship. And when you look back, especially I look back at my relationship that ended, here's what I now know about that. That had to happen. There was no way that I was going to be moving forward with the galactic blueprint of inspiration and purpose. There I, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I would have had to go get a job because that was the pressure in my relationship. I now know, looking back, as painful as that was, the freedom that it needed to create was so important. And so I want to ask you this. Sometimes things happen in the world that seem so of our earth's skin. And in the end, when we look at it, we're thinking, of course, that had to happen that way. I now am getting smarter that when things like that show up, Vivian, just saying, I get it right away. And I ask, okay, I see that now. Show me a new path. How can we help people with this? Especially, we know we're going through tough times. But boy, I'm... I'm I'm really Pollyanna Patty sometimes. I really do see a giant pot of gold at the other end of things. I don't know. Am I naive? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> a little naive right there. No, it's not naive. <laughs> it's going back into the purity of who of who you are. And of course, of course, events unfold situation, painful situation that you describe really well. And when you look back with more experience or more emotional detachments, you're able to realize it's also part of the design. But here's the other curveball we're going to send here is that that's one of the 
collective human imprint addiction we see from a galactic perspective, there is no longer a need to have those high epiphany or awakening through necessarily just through painful situation, uh, through pain and gain. That is true part of the 3D programming. We are deprogramming ourselves that there is no need to go through so much heartache, pain, loss, grief, and all the human condition in order to gain that perspective that has to be this way because now I have more knowledge, more wisdom, more understanding. This is also what we are transcending, what we're healing from. This is part of the mental, the grits, the all the intertwinement that we got ourselves caught up. You know, one of my favorite expressions is it's human to make a mistake. And I'm like, what well, this has to do anything to do with being a human being? <laughs> being a human being is extremely challenging. So it takes really courage of the soul and high level of light and willpower to be a human being. It has nothing to do with it's human to make a mistake. This is all part to deprogram the human race in our humble vision to deprogram the human race and tone them down to relate to your humanness. And that's all there is. If you make mistake, we'll forgive you because it's part of being a human. And you go like, what is this even coming from? You are royal, you are royal, galactic royalties, <laughs> giants of light. <laughs> I love that we're talking about this. We're going to take a short break because this shows up, Vivian, in every day of our lives. You know, I was I was sitting there yesterday. I was waiting for Linda to land on an airplane as she went back. And, you know, I, I knew that I could sit there and be worried. And then I, and of course, she left her cell phone. So there's no way to even get her. Um, and so I knew that. And then I also knew I didn't have to. And it's an interesting dynamic. But for 15 minutes, I turned on the television to watch the Seahawks football team just for 15. I don't watch a lot of football. And I caught three announcers. It was the oddest moment that I had ever heard in sports. And I watched three announcers talk about the Seattle Seahawks coach, Pete Carroll. Outstanding record. They won the game. But they spent 15 minutes talking about the fact that he was 70, going to turn to be 71 years old. Doesn't he look good? He looks 45. He's going to be the oldest coach and he's going to be 15 minutes. And I thought, and then finally one of them said, just look at the energy he shows. You know, just look at this man. And the, and the gentleman said something like, What's age got to do with it? When we come back, all of the things you're thinking about yourself, maybe your age, maybe your situation, maybe none of it. Maybe you had the reaction I had to to those announcers. And then, of course, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks had a fantastic win. But the point is this. If we're all energy, what do we need to learn to take energy of the universe in? All of that's available all of it. What can we do? Vivian's going to help us with that. We'll be right back. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Cosmic Awakening. Vivian Chavette joining me here today. Hey, listen, listen here. As we gain more knowledge, all of us, 
about the 3D matrix reality. This is in Vivian's language. So we also get caught up with the mental grids and the complex layers of information. And today, what Vivian's talking about is the difference between information and knowledge. But if we understand how it does affect our energy field or impact it, how do we stay at our true selves, my language? But, but most importantly, how do we join in on enlightened and intuitive conversations of life, of ourselves? Um, before, we, before we keep going here, this is so good. How do, people, how do people join you in this retreat? I think this is exciting. Yes, absolutely. That beautiful, intimate retreat, uh, Ethereal Healing Retreat, September 24 to the 26th, Bishop, California. The website is destinationmasterminds.com. All the information is there. You'll see more. You'll feel the energy. Feel it when you go and see it. You feel a calling. It's a calling of soul. A gathering. And it's going to be you know, three wonderful teachers, co-hosts, including myself. And, you know, with Laura Vantine and Robert, Robert Novak. We're very privileged to come together. And eh? we talk about sacred three, three, number three, uh, three of us the balance between the feminine and the masculine energies and how we're going to bring us. So from our part, our intergalactic groups, and we're going to do a lot of amazing, we're going to create amazing space and quantum space yeah. together. So check it out. There's a few, just a few spots left. There's still time to register. So thank you for asking. I love what also what you were asking about as we are evolving, uh, awakening, cosmic awakening what does cosmic awakening means it's also also to consciously live in that state it's no longer to read about to meditate about it's to walk to walk and talk to talk it's a choice it's a conscious choice of living so information now we talk about a difference between flow info information versus knowledge your example of watching a little aspect of football game at that moment in time the information that was providing around his coach was no longer knowledge. It was just information. But what was the goal of that information? How did you feel? Was you feeling like heaviness in your stomach? Did you feel your energy be lowered? Right? Yeah. Did you feel diminished by it? But this is not knowledge. Yeah. This is just an information is put out there with certain intention, then disregard it. If anything that you learn about, read about, listen to, like that beautiful example, waiting on Linda at the airport, that was that was wonderful example, Dr. Patty, for the break. Now watching, looking at someone's achievement based on her physical age. That's just pure low frequency information that has nothing to do with the quality of someone. That is a prime example of this. So ask yourself, am I allowing myself to ingest information that serves to create doubt, more confusion, creates other seeds, whether it's anger, whether it's lowering, lowering your field? Do you feel diminished by the information? Do you feel like something was off? And ask yourself, how does it serve 
my cosmic awakening? How does it give me empowerment to better myself, to make more conscious choices, to live in the empowerment of who I am? Does it encourage me to do that? If not, then disregard, release it. I, I read it. I saw it. I was there. I acknowledge of it. I release it. I refuse to allow this information to enter my field or to enter my energy. And that is really glad that you brought this example because that's very tangible. That moment you said, no, I make the conscious choice to turn off that news or that channel and I'm releasing it. All do I keep is the accomplishment of someone I admire, someone that I respect. And I'm that person becomes a sort of inspiration so I can inspire myself from. Yeah. That's difference. Yeah. And, you know, part of this was it was so out of the context of the energy I was feeling and support of my best friend, you know, going back uh, home and being on a plane and, you know, just embodying that. But also it was a reminder for me. See, I'm one of these people like I love that there are no mistakes. I love we talked about mistakes because often we say there are no mistakes in the universe. And we use that term because that's 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 human language. We don't have another way to talk about it. You know, we don't have another way to describe things in life without the knowledge we're talking about here or the understanding. And I just think we're so ready for this next level. You know how ready we are, Vivian? Let me give you another pop culture reference. I often look to the artists, to the people that create things in the world, because I like to look and see what's coming through them, right? If we go back in time historically and we look at the artists that emerged at different points in time, right? Music, art, whatever that is you call art, whatever that is for you, poetry, writing. There's interesting messages that have come through people. Now, there are many messages that haven't gotten to us that have come through people. Only the people that are of fame or people that have made it. But stories of the courage of Anne Frank, right? Or Victor Frankl. Stories of those coach. Stories of the people, you know, the Da Vinci groups. Stories of the people that have crossed the board in different places of the world. So I look at our pop culture as another way that information is being given to us, because how do you come up with these ideas? I've often asked myself, I have a couple of friends in Hollywood, and I say, I mean, they are being channeled. I just said to my friend the other day, he works on the set of the new Matrix movie, um, the, the Matrix Resurrection, right? We went through Matrix 1, 2, and 3. Everybody was blown out of this world by it, but everybody loved it and bought into it. They bought into a new level of knowledge about something that was so not in the reality of our everyday life, but they, they believed it. They thought this could be possible. They thought maybe this is not the reality we're supposed to live. Maybe it's something that I could go on about it. But I asked my friend because they wrapped the movie up. He said, I said, I got to just ask you, somebody had to channel this. So when I use the word channel, I use it for my friends in Hollywood. But what I'm trying to say is information is being given to us, but knowledge is being shared. We're getting knowledge and we're getting it from multiple sources. 
what is the best way for us to continue to share this? Before sharing, there needs to be an understanding how you bring this knowledge about. Yeah. Do you understand it for yourself? It can come through inspiration. You know, we hear stories of people driving, a truck driver becoming enlightened, is being come and says, you're going to be my vessel. And the next thing you know, 30 years later, we have cryon. That's an example of this, is this aspect of inspiration. What we're seeing is a planetary desire, a commonality to everyone, a lot of people around the world, this network of light workers, so to speak, awakening and asking, I am ready to embrace the next level of my service. Yeah. Now show me and how to tie it up with your question, which is fantastic. Yeah. How do we do that? First, we have to clear ourselves is what aspect of the mind are you listening the most to? You need to clear those patterns, those belief systems, those false core values that have been ingrained. Look how much part is glorified. We believe this is a false core value that has been implemented on the planet. It's an example of it without taking anything away from it. It's an observation. Uh, it's there are certain aspects that has been really glorified and put into the culture. Oh, it's part of my culture. I grew up that way. Yes, you were exposed to a certain programming. Why are you making out of this? Where are you in all of this? You have the right to change your core values based on bringing in more connections. Breathe into your heart, invite your higher self into your space. There's no need to see, there's no need to have your third eye open in order to do that. It's a state of beingness, it's a conscious choice. When you are in that space, you're allowing yourself to listen with all of your inner faculties that are innate to you. You were born and you came back to this planet with a very unique vibrational signature. And so allow yourself to go inward. Just how many of you take the time just to feel the rhythm of your heart? What does that have to say? What does your body have to say? I was talking about this with a client just right before this interview. Your body is speaking volume to you. What is this telling you? What is the body is telling you? Your body telling you a story about a chronic loop, whether it's a pain or lower back pressure, stomach issue. What can you not stomach? Are you ingesting too much information? What is your level of discernment? Is understanding the mechanism of you, and that is beyond the program, the belief system, the archetypal pattern of societal, whether it's education, family background. It's when you peel back and start to peel the layers, you start to be able to see your true self. And from there, ask, I am ready to take on my next level of services. Show me. The universe will show you from where you are, exactly who you are at that point of time in, on your path, guaranteed you're going to be shown. You know, and, and so this is what I love about this. And this is what I feel is one of our greatest openings and invitation, you know, to ask to be shown. You know, when I when I've discovered this along the way, and it has been through some painful moments, but then I learned it doesn't have to be. You know, that was my kind of first lessons, right? It's like, show me, show me another way. And then you get an answer. Mm -hmm. 
And it's not like an answer, answer. It isn't for me like I don't hear words. I don't hear the answer is go la la la. But there's like, it's like Vivian. It's like, I just get up and I'm at it. And I know whatever the thing is. Sometimes that happens for people and they don't know that they have been given this. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And they will speak a language to understand the most, whether it's an inspiration, a calling, a sensation go, I don't know, I feel like a call. Like my heart is telling me that I need to do this. Well, that listen, what is it? Allow yourself, allow yourself to be reteachable. Because I hear that mm-hmm. a lot. Oh, I, I learned so much. Now I know what I what's going on. Well, you're learning aspect of yeah. infinite layers of much yeah. more information. But you know what? You mean you, me, and everyone. You are your own library of infinite intelligence, knowledge, experiences. It's all encoded in you. And then we'll come to the point it's time to go back into the essential of living and releasing distraction, distraction from a TV show, distraction from the next YouTube channel, distraction from the social media, distraction from the noise of external environment and allow yourself to go back, taking just 10 minutes a day, just 10 minutes a day with your heart, hand on your heart, the other one on your navel and connect and I bring in your mind will chatter that just invite your mind to follow the rhythm of your lungs, mm-hmm. of your breath. Just be here mm-hmm. in that space. Clear the clutter. I release it all back to source for transmutation. And I am here. Bring yourself back into the alignment of your light. I always says, in case of doubt, choose your light. In case of fear, go back to your light. In case of worries, go back to your light. Breathe. You'll see light Mm. and fear cannot coexist in the same space. Cannot. I hope we're going to do another show because I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the paradox that doesn't exist. There really isn't a paradox. When people talk to me about paradoxes, I have a very... So I am a student. I don't know what I don't know. I will tell you this over and over again, but what you just said, I got to tell you, I learned a lesson this year, a really great one. And let me try to put in language what you just said. And certainly it's, I've learned it from you and the many times we've talked, but especially the last show we did had an impact on me. And what did I learn? First and foremost, I learned the knowledge that is being made aware to me, and I've acted on it, I am so grateful for, and I never doubt. And you know what that includes, Vivian? It includes hiring Jamie, Malia, right? It includes bringing, you know, this great team, Jacob, bringing people together. You know, our age ranges are here on this team. Great people. You've talked to everyone here. Mm -hmm. Jessica, 10 years ago, barely 21, and trusting her. Our ages are 20-ish to 72. And our external people, a little bit even older. And here's what I learned from you last time. And I never told you, and I want to thank you. Mm -hmm. 
I learned. Wow, I'm getting choked up here. I don't know why this happens when I talk to you. <laughs> the Octarian part. Here's what I learned. There are many things I've built in my life. There are many successes I've had. There are many things I've gone through in my life and heartbreak. There are many things I've done that I've made amends for. But there's one thing I've always been true about, and that is trusting in the universe. But there's one other thing that I've really had to learn how to do, and that is care deeply for the people I love and to make them a priority. And this year, I got to know that fully in my best friend, Linda. And I got to see her just show up unconditionally for this team, unconditionally for me in my life when I've been through some of the most difficult times. We've been friends since 1972. But this year in particular, that kind of love that you have when you come on, that just exudes you, that just is the presence of who you are. But that last show opened my heart. And I'm in a new place, a place to help humanity better and a place to fully understand love. And I think of this and the gift of that. And it's hard to have words. But that, I think, is the energy of the matrix you're talking about from my perspective. And I need to thank you for that. You are most welcome above and beyond. Most welcome. (sighs) Vivian will be back, but I do want to say that if you too want your heart to be open, if you too want to truly understand what it means to be a vessel, you too want to feel that level of peace and love, unconditional. It is possible. I want to just tell everybody, please, please go look at Destination Masterminds. What a beautiful place you're having that. Holy cow. Is that really over in the Sierras? Uh, I believe so. It's going to be my Ooh. first time over there. And I can't oh, wait my to gosh. Oh, well, I'll have to talk to you offline about that. That's where I had one of my first spiritual awakenings. But oh, please wow. also speak with Vivian. Please, please, everybody, please gift yourself this way of life. Please do it. Best website for you, Vivian, please tell people. Oh, of course. My website is Infinite Healing from the stars.com one last question what's the personal message what would you like to leave us with today you are so magnificent beyond words only if you really knew and understood who you are your world would be shifted in the blink of an eye this is where this is a new era for all of us for all of you and there's a lot of excitement among your intergalactic interstellar brothers brothers and sisters because we finally see a race of giants returning to their true mm-hmm. to their true self. Thank you, Vivian. Thank you so much. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. And please, please know that everything we've talked about, everything that we're experiencing, all of this is available to you. It is within you. It is your birthright. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.